luscious. I'm Liz. I'm Lenore. We're the sexy besties you've always wanted. Juicy stories, not therapy. Hit subscribe. Climb in bed with us. We know you'll want more. Volvo owners and peen owners, it's that time you've been waiting for. Threesomes. Part one. And I broke you. I need a minute. <laughs> Just so you know, what preceded that was Len going, I've got a really great intro. <laughs> and me just pointing at her <laughs> so she could start. I'm really here for it. Well, it needed some hype. We've been talking about this for a goddamn long time and we've been saying we're going to get Octopussy in, but he's off being Octopussy. So we instead are going to do a part one. We are. Things you need for a threesome. Obviously, you need three people. I feel like that's a given. Yeah, it's not a threesome if you don't have three people. No. Like, you can't put, you know, a a toy in the corner and call it a threesome. No. You need three humans. Three three consenting adult humans. Which is the next point. You need consent. Oh, my God. You, that was a beautiful segue, babe. Thank you. I didn't plan it. I know. I could tell. <laughs> but it was still beautiful. Thank you. You need consent. You do. So I have a story. Tell us. It's back from way back in the day when I was a Tinder newbie. It was the second person I had played with mm-hmm. after the end of my marriage. It was actually a referral via a friend. Oh, I love a good referral mm. system. So my very first one was a bit of a train wreck. Uh-huh. And so a friend of mine said, I'll sort you out, babe. <gasps> we like that. I love that. Yeah. So on a side note, mm. I really love referrals because I always hope that if I get like the third one, it's free or something like that. Right? Yeah. There's got to be something in that. But I, I'm the same. I'm actually really – which I feel like we should do another whole episode on referrals. sharing fuck buddies. Oh, my god. Yeah, referrals. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because I think we do both have very similar opinions on sharing fuck buddies. Mm-hmm. So, this guy – look, the first time I fucked him, it was a good time. He mm-hmm. was very attentive. He was very invested. He had his whole apartment set up really nicely. Ooh. Had the music on and the lights on and he gave me this really long massage. Oh, I love a massage. Oh, and then he fucked me. It was really good. Good. So, we went for round two. And I've rocked mm-hmm. up at his place. And he says to me, hey, just before, you know, anything happens, I just want to let you know, I've got this friend I haven't seen him in ages and tonight was the only chance that he could swing by. So he's just going to pop by for a few minutes and then he'll go again. Like he'll only be here for a little bit. It'll be, you know, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Right? I'm not okay with this. I'm really naive at this point. Okay. Like super naive. Yeah, of course. It's your second hookup. Exactly. Ever. In- and you've been referred, so you should be able to trust him. So, anyway, this friend rocks up and this guy says to me, okay, to be fair, the first time I met him, I had said to him, can you just find all my hookups for me or something to that effect, right? That isn't an ador- Okay, continue. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just putting it in there, okay? So, he says to me, oh, this guy might be someone you'd be interested in fucking. So, how about when he's here, 
we have a code word where if you're interested or if you're not interested, you do this code word or whatever and I'll get rid of him. So dude arrives. Within two seconds, I'm like not even remotely interested. Not my type. Not at all. And so I've dropped the code word into the conversation or whatever and being completely ignored. <gasps> they just keep talking. They keep chatting, all the rest. We're like out on the balcony or something. Everyone's fully clothed. It's all, you know, at this point, nothing's happened. So we keep going along this conversation. Eventually, I think I he went back inside to do something and I went back inside and basically said, what's going on and all the rest of it. It was all very strange. Anyway, the long and the short of it was that um, I ended up leaving. Good. Because it was weird. Yeah. I didn't really understand what was going on, but it was weird. Yeah. But honestly, dude was angling for a threesome. Yeah. Without having preempted it with me, without having any conversation with me. And if there's no fucking consent, you don't get to pull that shit. God, no. So he did add in though because I've texted him once I've gotten downstairs and got to the car and all the things and kind of gone, well, what was the go with the friend? Oh, yeah, he'd only want to fuck you if he could fuck you in the ass. <gasps> I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, there are so many levels of no here. Exactly. So all to say, if you're considering a threesome, everyone involved has to be fully aware of what the intentions are Mm -hmm. and actively and enthusiastically consenting. There is no such thing as a surprise threesome. No. With the the one exception that say if you're in a long-term connection with somebody and you've said to the other person, I'd really love you to organise that for me one day. Mm -hmm. Okay, that could be a surprise threesome that you didn't know was happening at that time time and we've had surprise threesomes where we've had well we've had impromptu threesomes yes where it's a situation where all three of us are in the room and then we all go yeah right yeah yeah that happens often it does usually with octopusy yeah Yeah. but like you're one minute you're making ikea furniture the next we're just accidentally fucking (laughs) but but we have an established connection exactly and at no point would you be going into a first time bringing a new person in without letting the other person of the connection know. It's very, very, very manipulative uh, and honestly very incorrect. Well, and even though we do have an established connection with Octopussy, we still do actually work – we do still make sure everybody's on board. Mm-hmm. So there, the Ikea night at his place, mm. I did ask you multiple times – if you wanted to do anything, if you wanted to leave, you know, we were checking in with each other the whole time. We stayed. You got fucked to oblivion. It was a good time. Oh, so good. <laughs> but to start with, you weren't super sure. No. But, and I wanted to give you the space to make that decision, but I, like, I did not for a second want you to feel coerced, mm-hmm. which I would hope God no. you didn't. Oh, because no, never. No. And that's the thing. I, and you'd said to me, I just want to have a bit of rest and then we'll go home. Mm-hmm. And, and I literally – at that point, you did think, I don't know how I feel right now. I yeah. want to give it a little bit longer and then calm down from my IKEA high. Yeah. <laughs> and go into potentially 
a dick coma, but I don't know yet. Right. And I think I'd said to you, do you want to go now mm. or rest and then go? And so you made the active decision to stay a bit longer and see how you felt. Exactly. And that wasn't a we're having a threesome God, if no. you stay. No. It was a take the time and evaluate how you feel in a little bit. Mm. It wasn't until you picked up my head by the back of my hair and put my face in between your legs so I could eat your pussy that I figured that was an enthusiastic yes. Uh. Look, I'm polite. And to be fair, I was waiting for a very clear yes from you that night because that is still important even though we have been Mm -hmm. with each other in various forms all around. Absolutely. So consent still matters. We had another uh, false start (laughs) with consent. Oh. Why? Good bum. He had such a cute butt. It's so nice of a butt. So before the dreaded COVID struck. Fuck yeah, I forgot that it was. Like we didn't even know that was – oh, we well, we had an inkling. Had so we yeah. ran away to the country for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So we escaped to the country and – Which can I just – sorry, can I just add in there, even the circumstances around that were pretty fucking funny. Because mm. I'd said to you the weekend before, we should go away for the weekend. We hadn't – we'd only known each other for like six weeks or something at that Sexually, point. Sexually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'd only been fucking – and we probably only had maybe two or three nights together. Mm-hmm. Oh, funny. Fuck. Fucking lesbians. Not lesbians, but, you know, <laughs> fucking lesbian stereotypes when two women are together. Um, and I said to you, we should go, oh, you said you were under the influence. You were metaphorically in Nimbin that night. Oh, I was very metaphorically in Nimbin. <laughs> so I was down for whatever you were going to pick and I didn't want to say anything. No, but then I said, should I wait until you're sober in the morning or should I just go ahead and book it and then we'll work it out tomorrow? And look. You said, just go ahead and book it. Just do it. So I did and you woke up the next day and went, shit, what have I said yes to? It did turn out to be a good time. It was an excellent time. It was actually really beautiful. It was so lovely. So we went out to the middle of nowhere for the weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. I took you into a secluded place in the bush and fucked you. Which Um, was excellent, though one of the highlights was a giant bathtub and the millions of elephants in the bathroom. All the elephants. It was so weird. I'm still very confused about it. I did count a lot of them. And so at that time we had a Tinder. Tinder. Yeah, we had a – we had a – I think I'd changed my Tinder profile to a photo of the two of us, Mm -hmm. said, we're a package deal, can you keep up? Mm -hmm. Oh, P.S. we won't message first. Mm -hmm. Oh, and maybe don't be boring. I don't know. It was a very short bio. Yeah. But fuck, it was like shooting fish in a barrel. It really was. And it was a very full barrel. Yeah. It was a good time. So, we found Mr. Cute Butt Mm -hmm. because we just were flicking – through Tinder and decided we'd see if there was anyone kind of local. Mm-hmm. Because the two of us were there, you know, so I'm not a fan of having someone come straight over if mm-hmm. you're on your own. But we no. figured with the two of us we could probably wrangle him and tie him to something. Anyway, if he was consenting, terrible. 
Oh, yeah. No, if it was good. Of course. We'd ne- yeah. I went sexually. You went murdery. I was like, we were in the middle of nowhere and we invited this guy straight over. Mm. I think we, well, we also knew the door, the ha- place had like a lockable front door and mm-hmm. stuff on it. So we were going to see him out the front. Anyway, he came over. He bought a vape for us he to try. Because I hadn't tried that before. No. And so we were getting you metaphorically nimbin as well. <laughs> And we all got very metaphorically nimbin. That is such a mouthful. I know, but I'm here for <laughs> you it. You really enjoy it, I don't love you? it so we much. We were in you Monday, but we were metaphorically in nimbin. <laughs> 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 but we maybe got a little too metaphorically we in nimbin. We got fucked up. Because it was a vape, we didn't know how mm. to use it or how much of a quantity to use. Mm. And... He also didn't. Realize. Oh, he massively overdid it. He overdid it and became a little bit of a potato. A little bit comatose. We were out the back and we were all having a good time, and there was a little bit of touchy feely stuff. And then I started to feel a little uncomfortable because it was the first time I'd been mm-hmm. in Nimbin, visiting Nimbin. Um, and I sort of started to tap out a little bit because I didn't feel like. I could comfortably consent, mm-hmm. not knowing where I was at. Mm-hmm. It just felt a bit off for me. Mm-hmm. And then you and I chatted a bit, kind of went around in circles a little bit. Yeah. But we were both very not sober. Metaphorically and nimbin. <laughs> yes. New drinking game for this episode. Yeah, exactly. And so that <laughs> Please event- don't, you will no. die. <laughs> It's funny because we, t- we spend a lot of time editing out like because we say it a lot. Mm. Whereas this time around we're going to go out of our way to say metaphorically and nimbin 50,000 times. You're welcome. Yeah, you're so welcome. So we ended up moving into the bedroom because – oh, because we kept trying to get his attention to say to sort of make it known that we wanted things to spice up a little. Mm-hmm. And he was just not getting the hint. He was zoning out mm. thinking of – the weird creek in the back that I didn't even realise was there. That's right. Yeah. It was a funny time. So then you were super clear with him. Mm-hmm. You did something where you were very like, we want to fuck now or something. I don't remember yeah. what it was. I'm I'm pretty sure I turned around <laughs> and said, are you up for this? Yeah. We want to, how are you feeling mm. kind of thing. And he got very keen mm-hmm. very quickly. Yes. It was like you had pulled out a squeak toy in front of a dog <laughs> And went, and he went, he did. He was like, what? I get to do that? Yes. It's like he forgot about it. He must have thought that we had ridden him off and we were just enjoying his company maybe. I don't know. Maybe, but I also reckon he probably was pretty nervous. Yeah. It was going to be his first threesome. Yeah. So we proceeded to go into the bedroom and – Honestly, he seemed pretty vague when we were trying to start and both of us kind of looked at each other and went, no. I looked over at one point and you and I were kissing and he was just kind of curled up on his side on the bed. Yeah. And I was just there going, okay, I know my decision-making capabilities are not great right now, but I feel like he's not doing great. Yeah. I feel like he's not coherent enough to consent. Exactly. So what did we do? We sent him out onto the couch. We asked him if he'd prefer to maybe go and sleep on the couch. Yeah. 
Actually, we offered in the other bedroom. Yeah, but he yeah, we're said, not assholes. Yeah. He just wanted the couch. He just wanted the couch. So we chucked him on the couch, and then we sat there for a bit and debated because I had a moment where you I you were feeling bad. I was. So then I yeah, because <laughs> we said to him he could come back in and join us at any point. Because I'd mm-hmm. said to you, I don't feel comfortable playing with him, mm-hmm. but I want to fuck you, and I felt weird that we had kind of got this guy over got him very metaphorically in Nimbin and he was consenting and then now we have sent him out onto the couch right because so I yelled yeah. out hey you know you can come back in here if you want to and he went yep <laughs> and, and you were okay and as soon as that happened I knew that he knew that we were still consenting and it was up to him whether or not he wanted to participate and, and so we fucked. And, you and I. he decided not to come back in. He did. He slept on the couch. Yep. And then got up and early in the morning and stared at the creek that I did know yeah, was there. Right. He's really into the creek. Yeah. And left. And he was a really sweet guy. He was. We had a you well, you had a fair bit of chat with him after mm. that fact, didn't yeah. you? He wasn't someone I was super personally keen whereas I think you would have been very happy to continue a connection with him. Yes. Yeah. 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 But Sunshine Coast is a really long oh, way away. It's a really long way. And then COVID happened. It was all a shit show. Yep. Um, but, yes, so consent. Chuck me out on the couch. And I think that's one of those instances where even if somebody has – so he came over consenting, mm-hmm. you know, but just if, if somebody's – situation changes over the course of an evening that's okay right you can take away consent at any point any point and if for instance he had come over and wasn't consenting at the start and then got metaphorically in nimbin and started consenting i would have felt very uncomfortable no yeah that would have been icky no the other thing is you can have consent that is for specific things and not others when it comes to a threesome. I don't know about you, but I don't want anything happening in a threesome that the other party is not super, super into. But the same is true of any form of sex. Mm-hmm. It's no different if you're playing with somebody and you go, my boobs are off limits. Exactly. Or don't touch my butt. It's fine. Or don't spend half an hour licking my butthole. <laughs> If you want to hear more about that story, you can sign up to the Pleasure Expedition. You're welcome. Yeah, Yeah, that one only got released to our expeditionees. So one of the things we wanted to talk about then, consent matters, but communication matters too. Look, these are things I do talk about when it's one-on-one as well. Mm -hmm. So one-to-one, I still would have a conversation about what's off limits, Mm -hmm. but also about whether there are some things that you'd really love to see happen. Mm -hmm. But I think when you're talking about having three people involved, that becomes even more important. I feel like the more people you add, the more communication should be happening. Yeah. One of the things that I love about BDSM and kink is there are very much the idea of safe, sane, consensual and very clear guidelines as to what you wish to happen. So I often will speak to people when I'm discussing kink and go, what's your hard and soft limits? What's something that you do not want to move on? What is something that you're okay with kind of pushing and seeing where you are? 
See, I don't see why we shouldn't be having more of those conversations just in general. See, like that's exactly. the thing. I do have a lot of those general conversations. And I think, um, you know, where kink has a really strong piece around aftercare, mm-hmm. I will say I think that's something Octopussy does like quite well, really well. naturally mm. anyway. He's because he's a businessman. You know, he'll always follow up. He'll mm-hmm. always make sure that he touches base with you and all mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But even afterwards, it's not like he pumps, dumps, and runs. No. Just realised how disgusting that totally It's was. so gross. Okay, and this is going to go to a bigger issue. I'm going so off track here, but I just feel the need to rant and I think you'll be on board with it. Mm-hmm. It goes to that bigger issue of the fact that just because you are having casual sex with someone doesn't mean you treat them like shit. <laughs> Hell yes. We've kind of dropped into this idea where hookup culture means you can use another human as a commodity and that's fucked up. That's so fucked up. You can have casual sex, i.e. sex without emotional attachments and without long-term relationships and things like that. That's totally cool. But you can do that and still be a decent human to the people you interact with. I have on almost all of my dating profiles or when people say, what am I into? The first thing I say is respect and communication. Because if you can't communicate with me, I don't feel comfortable engaging in sex with you. Mm. And if you don't respect me, then you don't deserve to be in the same realm as me. I think the hard thing about those words though is people have such vastly different definitions of what that means. And so I think everybody would say that's what they're bringing to the table. Mm. They would just say they're giving you the level of respect they think is appropriate for a hookup. Well, I then follow up and say, you know, I really get off on people being enthusiastically in the bedroom with me. I get off on knowing what you like. I get off on you treating me well. Don't have to be – I don't expect you to treat me like your girlfriend. Fuck no. I don't want that. If I wanted to be um, someone's monogamous girlfriend, sure, but that's not me. Plus also a lot of the time when people are talking about the differences in the way they treat – a partner, it's often about how possessive they're going to be and how controlling they are. And that's fucked. Mm Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, not not here for that. So, yes, I do think I really – I do really appreciate that piece around the kink community Mm. where communication pre and post any kind of encounter has a much higher priority placed on it than what we're seeing typically in other spaces. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but that's definitely something that anytime we've had a threesome that we've engaged with somebody else, we try and be super clear about what we'd like to see happen. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not so much now with Octopussy. You still turn around and say, is there something you would like to happen to me? I think too, because in a threesome there are so many combinations possible. Oh, so many. Whereas like when it's one-on-one, if you're one-on-one with a guy, it's kind of easy to get what you want just by making it happen. Get that hair, get that bread and leave. Exactly. No. <laughs> but like, okay, uh, and maybe I'm just used to fucking octopusy because I just get what I want. By which I mean, if ever you ask him what he likes, he'll say everything. So with him, if I want something, like if I want to be fucked from behind, I'll just put my ass up on the end of the bed. Mm-hmm. If I want to ride his cock, I'll just say I want to ride his cock. And he'll do it because he likes it all. He likes you to be super enthusiastic and he's totally there for it. So I feel like when you're one-on-one, it's really easy to get if you're really hanging for a certain experience, right? 
when you're having a threesome, there's so many combinations. Mm-hmm. So do you want to watch me ride his cock or do you want to ride his cock while I grab your boobs from behind? Do you want to ride his cock while I sit on his face? Do you want to suck his cock while I sit on his face? Do you want to eat me out while you get ridden from behind? Mm. That's a really good combination. Just I just feel like we're both like, oh, yeah, all of it. Yeah. And typically, honestly, we are a little bit all of it. But also sometimes there's not enough time in the day. So you have to prioritize. And how do you do that? You communicate. Yeah. And sometimes you really want something specific. Absolutely. Because there was one time, the other time, I wanted to be fucked from behind, but I wanted to be lying on top of you so I could oh. kiss you. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. That was really nice. But I do really like it when you're being fucked from behind and you've got your head between my legs. I really like that too. Yeah. And then the other night I really liked it when you were just sitting behind me. So I was leaning back into you and you were holding me back while mm. he was fucking me. Mm-hmm. That was really good I too. really liked that too. Because what happened straight after that was I managed to make myself squirt. That's right. Because he then (laughs) we did that, and then he asked me if I wanted to ride his cock. So I jumped on top of him, and you were lying beside him. Mm -hmm. So I could see both of your heads, which meant to you were both watching me, which I quite enjoy. We know that. But then you had the enjoy wand. Mm -hmm. To be fair, I kind of made you squirt the first time. Yeah, that's true. That was the big time. That was when there was a puddle on the bed. It was just gushing. It was. So I was riding his cock, but I had my hand on the enjoy wand at the same time. And I was using the womanizer. Yeah, you had the Love Honey um, Pro 40 womanizer on your clit. So as I was riding his cock, I was also using the enjoy wand on you Mm. while you had the toy on your clit. Oh, my God, I came so hard. You really did. And the beauty of a threesome for you and I is we do both get off on watching the other one come. Yeah. And I was saying to him the other day, it's trickier for us to come at the same time when it's only the two of us Mm. fucking because when – if I'm eating your pussy, if we're like 69ing, Mm. so I'm sitting on your face and eating your pussy, because I'm thinking a lot about what I'm doing to you, I'm not really thinking about what you're doing to me. Yeah. Plus, you're a little distracted because I'm making you come. And so then it's rare. It happens, but it's rare for us to come at the same time. Mm. Whereas if I've got his cock inside me and I'm riding his cock Mm -hmm. and you're sitting on his face and we're kissing each other. It's a good time. Oh, my God. It's like explosive dual orgasms. It's amazing. Anyway really horny now (laughs) communicate so talk about the things you'd like to have happen and sometimes also sometimes things look better in porn when it comes to threesomes yes i mean it's true of any sex right porn really puts okay if we all all had sex as porn stars it would be the most unfulfilling sex ever because they really angle for the camera like when they're doing doggy and they're pulling the girl's butt cheek but they're going at a like 45 degree angle so it's really only the tip that's getting in there because they need to show the shaft entering and exiting that would be the most unpleasurable sex ever true like you don't get the grinding sex you don't get that really dirty fucking hot 
mm, sex because they need to be aware of cameras and most of the time they've been at it for like five hours and they're so bored and they're just like okay cool let's get this done not a problem Mm -hmm. it's boring and again where you see that train where you know you've got like a train of humans and you've got like me at the end, you with your head between my legs and then ass in the air and being fucked. In porn, the person whose pussy is getting eaten is getting off. Mm. In real life, that's a really shit head job. Oh, like, it's terrible. Because it if the- you're getting fucked properly, oh. which you were. You can't move your tongue in any type of rhythm. Well, you were screaming. <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> This is the downside of when we start recounting stories that we've really enjoyed. We both just end up really distracted and horny. (laughs) But that's okay because I think we're nearly finished and then we can fuck. Mm, Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, okay. So I think we've made that point. Talk about what you want to have happen or talk about what's off limits for you. Uh And you often do see that when you're playing with other couples, they'll often have hard limits. Yes. So it is really common with a couple for them to say, okay, yeah, if if they're bringing in another guy, Mm -hmm. okay, so this is where we will get Octopussy on to talk about. So he often plays with couples Uh where the guy wants to see his wife get fucked by someone, Mm -hmm. right? But Octopussy is like – 120% 120% straight. He is. He just is. And often the other guy in a couple is. So you've got a threesome going on there where there's no sort of sexual contact between the two guys. Mm-hmm. And so there's often hard limits then. Yep. So the guys will say or, or Octopussy will say, you know, I'm he, he doesn't like having another guy suck his cock. He doesn't like having another guy play with his balls. And so those conversations happen ahead of time that you can be having sex with, you know, with three of you in the room, Mm -hmm. but not necessarily having everybody having interactions with each other. Yes. So I've started talking to a new guy last night. By started talking, I mean we had our first meet last night. Where we have met is – a swinging couple site. So he has had a lot of experience playing with couples and because he is bi, he has had couples where the male doesn't want to be touched. He's also had where the male says that he is straight and then is not. And he's also had where the male has contacted him directly to have sex slyly on the side from the wife. I think you see a lot of that slipping and sliding outside the couple's stuff. It's one of the reasons um, Octopus is always really insistent on group chats and any time either party contacts him outside of it, he will just kind of push them back into the, the group chat. Yeah. But I think it is really interesting and he's also had a lot of the I'm very straight and then the guy starts asking for stuff. Like the guy says he's straight and then starts asking for things in the group thing. And that's not okay. Because you're now redefining the boundaries. And sure, you may say that you're straight, but you're not straight if you're wanting to play. You're bi-curious. And there's so much stigma, though, for guys attached to that. Oh, hey, look, listen to episode five if you want to know more about the stigma that bisexual men have. Because it's fucked up. It really is. But also the other thing that – I really want to touch on is the bi-curious female. 
I find it really interesting when it's a bi-curious couple by female and you're really there to be an experiment. I'm not really keen on that. I actually feel really uncomfortable playing with couples. I really will only consider it with three individuals who have had connections before. So I played with a couple last year who I felt had fairly clear boundaries. Mm. I've chatted with another, uh, like a bunch of other couples where, yeah, there was so many red flags that just put me hard off. So in that situation, the woman was the one who was quite confidently looking for someone to share her man with. Mm -hmm. And as a side note, she was very bi. So that for me was a comfortable space to step into because I didn't feel like I was being used as a play toy. Yeah. And I think there's a real danger. So then I had this other couple who were the exact opposite of that where she was bi-curious. She thought she maybe wanted to play with a woman, but he was off limits. Well, what are you doing there then? Because So then I'm like, okay, so you're telling me you want me to walk into this situation, kiss you, wait for you to decide if you're into that or not, but I also can't play with why. It's, yeah, it's really get a sex worker. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And pay for someone's time. Because mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the thing is, there's every chance there that I'm going to go there, you're going to get somewhere near, you know, get, you're going to get freaked out, you get somewhere near my pussy, you're going to get, you know, you can do something like that and then what, I just turn around and walk away? Like I know that that can happen in general. Like you know, if you if you plan to meet up with someone and then you get there and they change their mind, they have yeah. every right to do that. They totally do. But this whole scenario is kind of saying the chances are drastically high that she's not going to be okay with mm-hmm. it, as opposed to a situation where two parties are both super into it, super keen, and then somebody has a change of heart at the last minute. That's totally different. I would prefer that where it's a change of heart. I'm okay with that. That's We Super all have okay. the right to do that. But I'm not an experiment or a specimen that comes in and you get to decide whether or not you're gay or bi or whatever label you want. No, it's gross. I'm, I'm a human with emotions and I'm not here for that. And honestly, if you are wanting to discover your sexuality, pay someone for their time. Yeah. So you can decide whether or not because at least they'll be reimbursed. Or two, you know, I understand women wanting to explore their sexuality, but if he's not involved, don't have him involved. Mm -hmm. He's there to watch? I'm sorry, but I'm not there to be his little thing to jerk off to in the corner either Mm -hmm. because a lot of the time I think those women, it's more that the guy wants to see their wife with another woman because he's into it. Yeah. She's probably not even remotely interested. Mm-hmm. And it's also he can sit in the corner and jerk off about it. And that's just icky. Gross. My, one of my most favourite things is a beautiful friend of mine is in a straight presenting relationship. But they are bisexual. And so what they discussed was opening up the relationship for her to get those experiences that she felt she needed with other women and he is a hundred percent for it is super supportive goes out of his way to make sure she feels comfortable and that he says go at it 
go date, go have experiences that you feel are right. Just because I'm quite happy in our relationship doesn't mean that you need to be this one thing, which is so lovely. And I love it and I love the communication and they're just honestly just love them so much. <laughs> just <laughs> ugh. That's what really healthy communication is. One of the parties wasn't happy a hundred percent. And they were able to communicate and compromise and make this beautiful, beautiful kind of scenario. Yeah. I'm here for that. And that's, you know, that's not always going to be straightforward. Hey, there's always going to be tricky bits or you're going to come to a position where there are just non-negotiables on either Mm -hmm. side. And people, you know, couples will have to work through that in their own way. Um, But, yes. The last piece we wanted to cover mm-hmm. in terms of things you need to bring to a threesome, if there's a penis involved. Condoms. Lots of them. Mm. So the artist formerly known as Good Dick Boy, we had a threesome. We allowed him. <sighs> <laughs> Choices were made. Yeah. So... This was during the time of him actually being good dick boy and not just shit human. And so I extended the red carpet. You really did. I was so lovely. Fuck, man. So we invited him over for a threesome. He showed up for the threesome. With four condoms. Four condoms. (laughs) (laughs) Four condoms to a threesome is vastly inadequate for safe sex because every time you're inserting your penis into a new person, depending on the conversations that have been had, you need to put on a new condom. Yeah, well, because, I mean, we were okay with sharing, Mm -hmm. but that can't be assumed. No. And then the other thing is about a threesome is whilst – Often sex follows a fairly linear progression of head, 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 fucking, 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 fucking. A threesome really doesn't. No. A threesome, it goes head, maybe some sex, more head, sex, touching. Head on the other person. It's just, it's a free for all. It's all over the place. Yeah. So it's And then someone has to sit in the recovery chair for a while and get the feeling back in their legs. Me. Often. Mm. Or octopusy needs to recover from a cardiac arrest. Mm. 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 Yep. (laughs) But the point being, be liberal with the supply of condoms. Absolutely. Lucky for us, we have a beautiful little container full of condoms We now. do. It's so cute. And we just open it up and offer it to the condom wary. Like it is a bowl of Tic Tacs or treats. <laughs> Some people have mints beside their bed. We have condoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when going to a threesome, remember – Safe sex matters mm. and bring more than fucking four condoms. <laughs> so, yes, this is our first little part of things you need for a threesome. You need three people. Mm-hmm. You need consent, mm-hmm. communication, mm-hmm. and more than fucking four condoms. Yeah. Until next week, luscious lovers. Oh.